Hi, and welcome to Transparent with Tina. I am Tina Marks, your host. Today, we're going to be talking to a woman who has a podcast. She's had it for two years now, and she's going to share with us her journey to self-discovery through her failed relationships. She's going to go in-depth and give us some tools and takeaways to become your authentic self. Up next, Erica Lippi. Welcome, Erica Lippi. So good to see you. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much for having me, Tina. It's nice to share this space with you and see your beautiful face on camera. Oh, thank you. And, you know, I was looking through your Instagram and I was looking through your website and, you know, we share a lot of, we're very in alignment. Let's just say that, you know, so I think we, we have the same message, but, you know, it's funny because I was on the phone with my son earlier and I don't know if you ever I'm sure everybody's felt this way, the comparison game. Cause you know, I was looking through, you know, I was listening to your podcast and I'm like, Oh, she's had uh, Dave Meltzer on and she had Jen Cohen on. She's had Dr. Stephen Gundry. And I'm kind of going, it's kind of like all these people are like getting recycled through all of our podcasts, you know, and there, and I, and I was talking to my son and I thought, they said, gosh, I mean, there's so many people trying to do the same thing in and I, in a good way, because we want to elevate people and we want to lift this up, but I'm, I don't usually even start here, but I just kind of go, whatever goes to the top of my head. I mean, do you ever feel that way? Do you ever feel like, what am I doing that nobody else is doing? And why am I doing it? If everybody else is doing it? I mean, do you ever have that question mark in your head? And does it, do you ever let it defeat you? You know, that's such a good question because I sometimes think that when I'm having the same guests that these big people have and like Ed Milet and all these people, and I'm like, well, well, I'm just having another, you know, the same guests on my podcast. Why are they going to listen to my interview? But you know what? I am all about delivering powerful messages and I'm just the one sharing the space with those guests. And so if people choose to listen to me, then, you know, I kind of release the expectation of what will come out of it and just know that I know I'm, I'm going to share the space with somebody that's provides so much value. So let me just do this. And if people choose to listen, they listen and hopefully share it. And it will, you know, many people will continue to tune in, but yes, I mean, I, I don't think anybody's immune to the comparison because we all want to do our best. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself, cause I think Definitely a couple of years ago, I would compare myself because we're just on social media, especially when we're starting something new, we're bound to compare ourselves to the, the people that are already doing the thing we want to do. Right. And so I just like to remind myself, this is just showing me what's possible. Mm-hmm. And so I'm right now in the process of upping my game. I'm like, okay, I need to take it up a notch. I need to start doing the email newsletter, which I am resistant to. It's another thing to do, but I know that these certain things I need to do to up my game. So I just let that be an inspiration that if they could do it, I could do it too. And just living in that power and empowering space, opposed to this, you know, negative, like they're, they're there. I should be here. (laughs) And like, you know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's almost like, is there enough room for everybody? And the reason I'm bringing this up is because, you know, there was a time in my life that I would let that just stop me dead in my, in my tracks. And I would just completely stop, give up. Cause I would, I was always great at starting things, 
but I wasn't great at following through with things. And then when I started looking at other people and, and that used to really intimidate me. And I just want to speak to our audience for a moment and say, you know what, just keep going. You know, there is, there's other people that are doing that, but you know what, you can think of the same thing uh, about a self-help book. How many times has the same topic been covered in, in every single book? But the difference is, and it's very true, I know with me, is that, you know, certain books, they either get my attention and they, I either resonate with and some books I don't. And they're saying the same thing, but it's in a different tongue. So you can kind of say this away about, you know, people interviewing other people. So, you know, there is room for everybody at the top. And especially if it's like put on your heart and, and, and it fuels your fire, you know, just keep going. And like you said, you know, podcasting can lead in the, in the something else into something else. It doesn't mean that that's the end game. So I'm glad we kind of got that because, you know, I know people yeah. struggle with that every single day and there is room at the top for everyone. So why yeah. don't we start off with how you even, you know, how, what started this journey for you? Oh, goodness. Where to begin? So, or where to start? Let's say, okay, so I've been actually doing the same career for about 17 years now. I've been self-employed and I do something called fit modeling. And let me explain what it is. I'm basically a live mannequin for clothing manufacturers. So meaning my body is used as a template to mass produce clothing for everybody, every size. So I've been doing that, uh, for, like I said, 17 years, I fell into it, um, from my former career, which was fashion design. And so I've been doing this. And as you can imagine, I am standing there, I'm trying on clothes. Yes. I give feedback. My, I am, an expert at what I do, but it's not so fulfilling. There's yeah. not much of a purpose. Yes. I'm, I'm providing clothes for other people that fit really well, but there's this fulfillment piece that I'm missing. So, um, you were going to ask a question, sorry. Yeah, no, I was going to ask you. So you're stand, you stand there. They, do they make a mold of you or they, you stand there while they put clothes on you and then Figure out the so, sizes or how does that so work? So basically I fit a lot of denim. So I'll try on the jeans and uh, jeans are very specific. So pretty much every inch of your body, especially your lower half, it has to be on point and you have to remain that consistent measurement at all times. And I give my feedback. I know patterns because my, uh, my career in fashion design. I know design. I know the whole technical aspect. So I'm able to give the feedback based on that. So they fit it to my body. We try it on a few times until it's perfected. And then it's sent to production and mass produced wow. for every size. That says something about your body. <laughs> uh, thank you. Well, I mean, one thing yeah. is I've kept my, the same body for 17 years. Wow. So I've definitely wow. mastered my body. That is one of my expertise is my body. I know yeah. it's like the back of my hand, but just to push, push that aside, because I feel it is such a past, like, even though I actually still do it, um, it's still something I do, but it's a little part of me now. It's, it's just the career that's been standing for so long, but for so long, I've been trying to navigate and find my passion and purpose. This has been my long mission for about eight years now. And it took me a long time to discover that. And I think a lot of people could relate to that. It's like, what am I meant to do? What is going to be fulfilling that will actually be able to monetize and make money? So luckily for the blessing of COVID and being able to take the time and really reflect on these things, 
I was able to discover like, these are my gifts and these are the things I'm really, really passionate about and that I'm also really in tune with. And I've dedicated a lot of my time to, and that's personal development. I've dived deeply myself into personal development and I just have this passion to become my best self and then also help others along on this journey with me, you know? So I started the podcast about, well, actually two years ago, I just celebrated two years of Passion Love Pursuit podcast. And when I, thank you, it's such an accomplishment. Say it again, because you said it so quickly. You haven't talked about that yet. It's called Passion, Love and Pursuit Podcast, not Passion, Love, Pursuit Podcast. Yes. Yes. And it stemmed from actually my own journey going deep into personal development. I was listening to other podcasts such as Lewis Howe's uh, The School of Greatness and then also Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy. Those were my go-tos at the time. And this was a few years ago. So I would listen to it every morning and it was just so inspiring. And just one day I'm walking in it. I just had this light bulb. I'm going to start my own podcast, but not not alone. Basically I'm still on this journey developing myself, but I want people to join me. And I know other people seek this content, which I know is out there, but I knew that I had something to serve Mm -hmm. others. And that's what I wanted to do. So I started my podcast with that in mind. And then during COVID and quarantine, I was trying to figure out, okay, I have the podcast, but what more from here? And that's when I realized I have these gifts. I, I know I inspire people. I know I have the ability to help others through my own journey and my own development of myself and provide the tools to get there, uh, to live your best life more passionately and purposefully, and especially as your authentic self. So we could go deeper into that, but that's where it stemmed from is, uh, during quarantine, I realized, you know, it's time to take things up a notch and really start serving the purpose I'm meant to serve. And I've luckily been able to discover what that is. So, Oh, that's, that's amazing. So can you, can you share with us some of your struggles along the way that, that, you know, going from unfulfilled basically to stepping in your harnessing your power, feeling like you've gained your sense of purpose. I mean, like, what did that transition look like? Because I yeah. know you talk about, you know, you, uh, you went through a transformation, including changing your habits, your limitations and your mindset. So tell yes. us what, what was going on. So I struggled a lot in relationships. And when I say relationship, it was actually more the relationship of myself that I came to realize later because it's always you. It's you. Yeah, it's, you. It, it's so true. And you know, it's so funny Not because me. our, our girlfriends always say, Oh, it's him. He just doesn't yes. want a relationship, but yes. you know, he has work to do, mm-hmm. but I came to realize, you know, I'm the common denominator in anything that's not working out. So what does that mean? I'm fully responsible for the results I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. And so I think all of us, Will some point of our lives realize we are responsible or not? And a lot of people don't. We'll never get to that point. Unfortunately. Yes, and that's my yes. message right now that yes. we are a hundred percent responsible for any outcome we want in our life. That means any experience, any any relationship, everything we are responsible for. And that is let this be empowering mm-hmm. that you have the ability to change your life and go to. The, any directory, any trajectory you want to play it out to be. So 
luckily I was served, I've served many lessons, but in my relationships, I had uh, several long term relationships and I'll touch on this a little bit just to give you context to where it's headed, but I had a long-term relationship when I was uh, 13 to 23. So 10 years, very young. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was three years older. So being that he was three years older, the significant thing about that was I was 13, he was 16. So as you can imagine, a 13-year-old, we are not fully developed. We don't know who we are. We are still molding into ourselves and discovering what we love and like. And I started to like what he liked. I started to develop more into him, if you want to say. Mm -hmm. And so that was one very eye-opening thing. And then also the other thing is he also emotionally abused me. So he made me feel less than stupid, not smart enough. That was really, really drilled into me. And, uh, the, it was more reinforced because when I was younger, I had a learning disability. And so I always had this idea that I just wasn't smart enough. I I wasn't smart enough as, or as smart as the other kids. Mm -hmm. So when it was reinforced by him, that's when the wound really deepened. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize till years later that I carried this wound for so long. So After that relationship ended, um, I had another long-term relationship of five years and I thought it was going to lead to marriage. We were very happy together and what transitioned from there when the relationship ended, I realized that I loved him more than myself, that I was doing things because I loved him opposed to respecting and respecting my boundaries, most importantly. Mm -hmm. And so after that relationship. And I'm just trying to kind of push you forward. Yeah. I had, you know, several other people I dated and whatnot and just nothing really truly stuck and worked out from there. And I had this breaking moment several years ago where I was like, enough is enough. I was dating a guy and I had a lot of stuff happening at the same time. But one thing that I realized in all that was happening that ended with him. And I was really hoping that he was the one and thank goodness he wasn't, (laughs) but, uh, it's something hit me where I'm like, enough is enough. If something doesn't change, nothing will change. Mm -hmm. And I made the decision right then, which is important when you make a decision, that's the point that things change. And Mm -hmm. so I made the decision enough is enough. And I decided to go back and work with my life coach, which was the third time. But the difference about this time, I made the conscious choice to anytime I'm listening to her videos or working with her, I'm going to be fully present and fully engaged. And I'm not going to be distracted by driving or multitasking. That was very pivotal. And then also I didn't have the means at the time, but I said, I will make the way because I have to change something. And so I made the way. And those were the pivotal moments that allowed me to work with this life coach. And then, um, that's when I did the work on myself. And I realized, you know, I, if I truly loved myself, I wouldn't treat myself the way I did. I wouldn't disrespect myself. I would hold stronger boundaries. I would be impeccable with my word. You know, all these things just like washed over me. I'm like, it's not, you know, you know, yes, everybody has their issues and we always react or act upon our own experiences, but 
I was realizing I'm just responsible for myself. Mm-hmm. Who cares about this guy's issues or whatever? It's not my, it's not my thing to deal with. I need to deal with me. And so I, that's when I did the work on myself and, and really started to look at the things I valued my beliefs that I had about myself. Obviously I had this constant narrative. I'm not smart enough. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't do this. Uh, I've done this career for so long. How am I going to figure out something else? You know, I'm, I'm getting older. How am I going to meet the right guy? They're all taken and all these mm-hmm. narratives mm-hmm. that were just mm-hmm. running through my head. And we aren't our thoughts. And I was, when I first started, uh, my journey in personal development, it was to avoid the pain of outside experiences. But I realized all my outside experiences were the results of my thoughts, beliefs, and inner, you know, my inner thoughts. Mm -hmm. So that's really what I start when I started to do the work is when I started to take responsibility for my own actions and my own beliefs and thoughts and changing that story I was telling myself. And it, and it is a story, you know, I've said this so many times before, because, you know, it started when you were younger, you had a learning disability. So you, you bought into that story. I'm not smart, you know, and, you know, nobody teaches us how to love ourselves children when they're born, because they come straight from source, God, whatever you want to call it. They're filled with love, joy, all the attributes that we're really ultimately seeking in adulthood. We want that back because it's been stripped away the older we get, because we get people telling us we can't do this. You know, we start shaming ourselves. And, you know, I heard you when you said that, you know, your the one boyfriend was emotionally abusing you. Um, I heard this once and it really stuck. You don't, you don't want, you will not allow anybody else to treat you any worse than you treat yourself. So, you know, you must've beaten your, been beating yourself up pretty bad to allow him to treat you that way. And I want everybody to hear that because you know what? It's all starts with you, as you say. Absolutely. It starts with you. And, you know, I like to say, and I was just saying this the other, the other night to my brother, I said, you know, when, when we start to point our fingers, that should be a cautionary sign for us to stop and, and pause and say, because I really believe every situation that happens to us, it's our assignment. It's never the other person's assignment. We like to, when, we don't, when we're not up for the assignment, we don't want to take on the challenge. We don't want to do the work. We don't want to get into action. It's because we're in denial of it. Or we're not in denial. We just don't want to do it. So it's easier to point our fingers, but that doesn't move us forward. And, you know, I tell all my clients and I am practicing, I was journaling about this today and that, you know, to really grow, you have to learn to be uncomfortable on a daily basis. Yes. That's the only way we grow is through uncomfort. We don't grow when we're comfortable. (laughs) It's why would we do anything? And I remember it's easy to hear that say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you're doing it, I mean, I'm telling you, it's like any habit. Okay. In the beginning, the first step's always the hardest step. You know, I was writing in my journal today, I said, you know, I've actually gotten really uncomfortable being uncomfortable, except it doesn't feel uncomfortable anymore. Does that, Mm -hmm. I don't even know if that makes any sense. It's my new normal. So it's like the way I was, except that I am my natural um, outlook on the day is what else can I take on? And that's what really lights me up. Uh, you know, whereas before it would be like, oh, I just want to pause in the day. I just want a couple of days off. And you know what? I never, I never really pushed myself when I took, put my, push myself on those days off. 
And I found, I never felt refreshed after that. I, I thought, oh, all I, all I need is a couple of days off and I'll feel refreshed because I felt so guilty because I knew there was stuff to be done. I don't know. It, it, it just, you know, we're here to create. I mean, look again, look at children. They're in massive action. I just got done reading Grant Cardone's 10X book. Oh, amazing. <laughs> and it's so true. It's like children, they're in massive action. In fact, we're true things, calm down, do this, but that's our natural state. And that's what we're thriving to get back to, or longing to get back to. Yeah. I was going to add to that is humans love progress. And so the reason why you don't feel fulfilled when you're not, when you're not growing is because we love to grow. That is what humans love is growth. And we want that in all things. We want to grow in our relationships, want to grow in our career, want to grow with ourselves. Cause if, if you're not growing, you're just, I mean, I like to say, if you're not growing, you're dying because you truly well, are. Well, that's you're, absolutely true. That's absolutely yeah. true. People think, well, if I'm not, if I'm not moving forward, I'm staying in the same place, not according to the laws of physics, according to the laws of physics, if you're not doing anything, you're actually going backwards. Yeah. And you need to, and you're right. It's just, it's like step into the action and that, we're here to create. Yes. God created us. We're here to create. We are like part of, of, of the whole universal energy. And that's what the energy is about. It's not, it's not to remain stagnant. So what Absolutely. are some of the tools that, that you use, let's say on a daily basis to stay in action, to stay in alignment to, to, you know, because it's easy to say, yes, I'm going to do this. Yes. I'm going to be uncomfortable every day, but you know, I, you know, I have a morning routine of what I do. Let's hear, let's hear about some of the things that you do to keep yourself in that state. All right. I'm obsessed with morning routines. It's, it's my staple. Uh, so talking about my morning routine and I think it's ever evolving. I think anybody that's creating their morning routine is to try different things and see what works for you. And don't be so, uh, attached to that morning routine. It could evolve depending on where your life is, depending on the weather, whatever you choose, but is to fill your toolbox with these certain things that you could utilize in your morning routine. So such things that I'm doing right now, uh, I do red light therapy in the morning. I love it. It's my little self-care if you want to say, so I do red light therapy in the morning and then I put serums like anti-aging serums on my face. I do grasha sometimes, uh, just for facial tightening and detoxing. Grasha the stone. Yes, exactly. I love that. So again, these are something because I just got sent to buy it from a company, you know, the rollers, the rose quartz, well, they sent me a vibrating one. So I mean, I have one with that. Is that, what's the difference between that and whatever you just said? You know, that's a good question. I have both. Uh, I love my vibrating one and I love my grasha. So I believe that the vibrating one is more a temporary lift and it's getting, you know, kind of the depuffing. And I, I believe the grasha is deeper. It's more, you're really pushing out that lymphatic uh, that's fluid. what it is. It's the lymphatic. It, it helps your lymphatic system. Okay. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, and it gets rid of the wrinkles. So I'll do that. Not every morning. I kind of, you know, choose when to do it or I'll switch and do it in the evening, whichever. And then I do meditation, which is my new commitment to myself. It's giving a gift to myself every single morning. I I started this year, so I'm, I'm really late in the game, but I am committed and I do a little breath work, some box breathing with that. And I do posture exercises. So of course there's not many people that talk about posture exercises, but let me just tell you game changer. Mm. It 
Mm-hmm. I think posture is just the most important thing and pretty it's so much overlooked. Any, it's so overlooked and it's more needed now than ever because all our technology we're looking it's down, all, you know, and I've noticed that like I'm on my phone and it's like this, or I'm on my computer and it's my neck is going, I'm going, no wonder people are walking around like that. Right. Yeah, and, and my mom horrible. had that fall. I got a little, I got a brace and I like it, except it rubs underneath my arm. So share some of these posture. Where can we find Absolutely. these posture exercises? Okay. So I'm really big on this. So I'm happy to share this because I yeah. actually, as I was mentioning, I've been standing for about 17 years because my job, there's a yeah. lot of standing and I have a very arch back and, uh, that's just something I've always had, but when you're standing, basically, however your body is positioning, when you're standing incorrectly, your upper body compensates. So that's kind of what my body is doing by that arch is because my hip positioning. So because you, your body needs to stay upright. So if your hips are out of alignment, then your upper body is going to compensate. So uh, again, I'm not an expert in this, but I'm just sharing the little bit that I know about my body. Mm-hmm. But the posture exercises I got from Egoscu method, I highly recommend uh, to check this out. Anybody listening, Egoscu method is basically for pain relief and posture correction. So pretty much any pain you're feeling in your body, it very likely could be related to your posture. What can you spell that, please? I'm writing Ego- it down. <laughs> Egoscu. So let me write it down at the same time. So Egoscu. Uh, I believe it's E G like Gary O S Q U E Q U E. Okay. So a Goscu method. All right. And so you can go to their website and would they have videos and things like that, that show you like exercises. So, so what they'll do, you could have, a. um, I'm trying to think of the way you start, but basically you'll have a personalized session and they do it over zoom. So it's very convenient where they'll look at your posture and they'll look at every side and they're able to tell you the exercises for your body specifically to correct it. I love So this. it's phenomenal. Yeah. I am well, in that, love with it. Uh, I, I had a boyfriend that was a, a very, very um, well-renowned um, chiropractor. And he said, first of all, you, you can, you can get taller when you correct your posture. Mm, Also, he says you, when you're, when you don't have good posture, you're crushing your organs. Never, you would never think about that. You know, hunched over, you're crushing your organs. So impossibly you're not breathing as well because of that, you know, because of that. Right. I mean, Mm I don't know. There's so many, but when you're pregnant, it's, you know, you definitely feel all that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is something that kids need too. So I just highly recommend that people consider their posture being the reason for their pain. So I was experiencing a lot of pain about, about where my bra sits and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go and why that happens, but basically I needed to correct how I was standing. Mm -hmm. And since I've done that, my posture has completely improved and I do it every single morning. So I started doing this. I think it's been six months now and I do it every morning because that's how beneficial it is. And that's how good it's again, another self-care practice. So that Mm -hmm. highly recommend, especially parents get your kids doing this. 
I yes. promise you it's yes. something they need right now to yeah. be aware of. And then the other things, of course, I work out and I switch it up. I do a lot of body weight exercise. I also use something called a microformer, which I have at home, which is really great. It's basically a, as many people know of the Pilates that you do on the machine, I have one of those machines at home, but it's very low to the ground. It's actually meant for the home. So I do that. I do rebounding at times. Um, and then I drink. And that's jumping on the small trampoline. Yes. Just so everybody knows, because not everybody knows what that means. And that's that good I'm for lymphatic drainage. Lymphatic again, too. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That takes a very small space. What about for, mm-hmm. for your mindset? How do you keep your mindset in a, you know, strong, powerful Absolutely. Let me just add two more things that I do because I think this is important. So I drink warm lemon water and also celery juice. I'm on that train because it really makes a big difference. And then a bit of um, Himalayan sea salt. I think it was Dave Asprey that said that Mm. Uh, in your warm lemon water. It's a half a teaspoon because it gives you an extra dose of vitamin C and actually really tastes really good. I like it better than just the regular lemon water. So try it. And then the other thing is I have later in the day when I'm starting my day, I have a cacao bliss, which is basically um, a cacao superfood elixir. And it has a lot of superfoods and it improves your mood, gives you energy. So that those are the things I do. So that's the things I do to nourish my body. Mm -hmm. And then of course the movement, which I am so keen on, we must move every day, ideally outside. And, uh, mindset. So part of that is the meditation and the breath work. Um, again, that's a practice that I just started, but I think it's so important to be silent with ourselves, even if it's for five minutes. I know that recently, and I've shared this a couple of times recently because it really did. It was profound for me. So, so often we have our phone always with us mm-hmm. at all times. And sometimes we even go on walks with them. A great suggestion is leaving your phone at home and going for a walk in nature and just being present with nature or present in your walk. You'll get downloads that could be your meditation. So, and I had that recently happen to me and it was an eye opening experience because I'm like, okay, I always have my phone with me. So why not? I just do this more often. Mm-hmm. The other thing mindset is cold showers. Yes, uh, I, do, I like, do that every day now. Amazing. Yes. I uh, was doing it consistently for a long time and I, I took a little break during winter, but I'm going to get back to it because I know how great it feels. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, cold shower, forget about it. But the reason why it's mindset, why I'm I, you know, of, of course it has health benefits and it's, you know, so good for your body, but I'm going to touch on the mental aspect. When you do something that's hard, it gets you conditioned to do more hard things. Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to get in freezing water. Nobody likes it. The reason why people do it is because of that mental game that it gives you. And then also, of course, the health benefits, which mm-hmm. are definitely present it there trains as well. your mind. It trains your mind that I can do this. And you know what I was thinking I, this morning, cause I do I stand 45 seconds in my front, uh, my back. And then I turn around and do another 45 seconds. So it's what, what, what is that? A, a minute and a half. Great. And the beginning, but now I'm, I was sitting there going, 
is the, is the water as cold as it normally is? My <laughs> body's getting used to it. It's like in the beginning, it's like shocking. I mean, Tony Robbins is known for this. He has a, yes. a cold plunge pool and every single, he says, I've never missed a day. He says, yep. I, I, on the same terms, he says, I've never once said, I can't wait to get in there. Right, <laughs> says, exactly. My mind going, you know what? You don't have a choice. You know, your mind goes where you tell it to go. So, so true. I love that statement. Easy. It'll take it easy. If you say, no, we need to get to work here. It, 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 you know, you just need to be in control of your mind because, you know, as we know, your mind control, your emotions, emotions control your behavior, your behaviors become your life. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. You don't, you just basically say, I'm doing it. You don't think about it. Your mind might go like, I don't feel like doing this today, but you just do it. And once you, you know, again, repetition, is the mother of mastery. So more you do it, the more it becomes a part of you. Like Mm -hmm. for example, my morning routine, it's a lifestyle for me working out. It's a lifestyle. It's already a part of me. It's, I don't really think too much about it because it's part of me. (laughs) You just don't negotiate with yourself. I think that's where the suffering comes in. When you, when you sit there and you negotiate with yourself, whether it's breaking a bad habit or doing something you don't want to do, that's really where the suffering comes in. If you just go, don't just don't even think about it just do it. You know, it's the next thing on my list I'm doing. Right. I mean, and then at the end of the day, you just feel so powerful and that feeling is so good that you want to repeat it again the next day. So we're definitely on the same page there. Uh, Let's see. So we talked about, uh, so let me ask you, what are your whys? What motivates you to do what you do? You know what? I just, I have such a high standard for my life. And the reason why is I seek fulfillment. I don't, I don't seek success. I seek joy. I seek bliss. I seek fulfillment. And my desire is to live so passionately and to be serving a big purpose, something bigger than myself. So that's why when I was navigating to find out what I wanted to do, what is, what am I meant to do? I was seeking something that I had so much passion And also that was serving a purpose. And so my big why is being somebody that is able to create change. And I know by, by anything I say, I could impact at least one life and that person could impact another person's life. And so I know just one person impacted my life. So it's a ripple. And um, I think that we are meant to serve in this world. We're meant to serve something bigger than ourselves. So that is my why is, is seeking that joy and fulfillment in passion and purpose. I love it. So let me ask you this, anybody that's listening that is lost, they haven't started their journey yet because I was there for many, many years. I mean, I, you know, my, my mom raised us spiritual. So I always had a strong belief in God, but you know, then I, I write about it in my first book. My father was like, whatever I did, it was never good enough. So I, I just went through life feeling unworthy. And so, um, somebody that is maybe in that place, that hasn't started their journey yet and doesn't even know where to begin. You know, as we know, it's, it's the first step is the hardest. And then, you know, once you take that first step, the next step's a little easier. It kind of identifies itself. What would you say to, to anybody listening right now? What, what are like three things that somebody could do right away to get started on their journey, to find their purpose, to find, you know, more self-awareness, becoming more of their authentic self and, and growing into their full potential? Well, there's... Five, is it five things that I would recommend? And I kind of have this whole framework worked out is first thing is getting clarity. Where are we at? 
where do we want to go? What does a dream life look like? That is number one is being so clear of what does that look like? Like, what do I value? What is, what fills my heart? What, what strips, you know, my energy, you know, just being very, very clear and taking time to really journal about that. I think clarity is power. Mm -hmm. So being clear, that is number one. Journaling, I I would agree. That is one step that you, that things will come out because if you go, I don't even know what I dream of anymore, which I, that's where I was. And I always say, think of anything that you're even curious about to get the the, yeah. the ball in motion. So journaling is very powerful, a great way to exactly. Okay. And also, I think so many people don't know what they truly value. And when I say value is what 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 really moves you? What is a staple in your life? I'm not talking about these materialistic things. Like what is actually a staple, like being of service, for example, or you know, relationships, you know, with others. So just really getting clear on what those values are. Mm -hmm. And the other thing, as we talked about the, or actually, I don't even know if we mentioned is the radical responsibility. Oh, we did. Yes. Taking ownership of your life, Mm -hmm. being responsible and taking that radical responsibility. So knowing like, what have I contributed to where am I in life and what have I done to get me here? Mm -hmm. And so I think that's super important. That is one, like I said, one of my game changing moments was when I took radical responsibility for anything that's happened in my life. And, um, so the other, and you know, that could go into relationships, for example, So if you are, you have a relationship and let's say this guy has told you that he doesn't want to get married, but you really want to get married and you stay in the relationship. Is it his fault or your fault? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it's really being honest with yourself. People for who they are. Don't wait for them to grow into their potential Yes, because the timing, you know, I mean, maybe when you're in your twenties, but yeah, the older you get, it's, uh, that's what I say. You, You just really you can't be angry at somebody not growing fast enough. You, you know, it's up to you to say, you know, you accept somebody how they are and not for what it yeah. could be. Yeah. And also if that is something that you really desire, then make the decision of the direction you want to go. So like I said, decisions, the most important part of action yeah. and that. The next thing would be clearing your roadblocks. I like to say it. So roadblocks, meaning your limitations, the stories you tell yourself. That is so important because generally the only thing that's holding us back is ourself. Yep. So we have to get crystal clear on what are our limitations. Like I said, I was, I was stupid. (laughs) You know, that's the story I would call. That's the story I would tell myself. And if I thought I was stupid and if I thought that I didn't know enough, why would I start a podcast? Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't start a mm-hmm. podcast. I would just stay back in that story. So I had to give myself a more empowering story. Like I'm capable of doing this and more I do it, the better I'll get it. Cause trust me, the first time I did it, number one, I wouldn't do video. Number two, I was scared shitless. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's all about the story we tell ourselves, and our thoughts are not, or is, is not necessarily the, the truth. So we have to get, clear on what those limitations are and then tell herself a dis- different story. That's more empowering. Yeah. And you know what? Don't let fear detour you because if you're not feeling a little fear, your dreams are not big enough. And I heard that. And it's so true. If yeah. you, you, you're going to feel some fear 
if your dreams are big and you're really going after them. And you know what? You can still you can still feel the fear and do it anyway. And that's really where like the sense of accomplishment and the feeling of, of fulfillment and gratitude progress and, and progress. Exactly. Yes. Well, so anyways, this has been amazing. So where people can find you, tell us, tell us the name of your podcast again and what platforms are you on and your Instagram? How, what's the best way to get a hold of you? So it's passion, love, pursuit, podcast, sorry, passion, love, pursuit podcast. It's all about becoming your best self. So you can live your life more passionately and purposely. So everything under health, uh, wellness, life skills, hacks, whatever, everything under the sun, pretty much to live your best life. And then the best place that I live is on Instagram, either Erica Lippy, that's E-R-I-C-A-L-I-P-P, like Peter Y and Passion Love Pursuit. And then also my website, ericalippy.com. You can find out more on there too. Very easy to remember. Well, such a pleasure having you, Erica. And thank you all for tuning in. If you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, it is Tina Marks TV. And of course, if you're listening to this, you know where to find me on podcast, Transparent with Tina. I hope you guys all have a great day and we will see you next week.